Greetings, Engineer Trizzy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We. Where's the me that's underneath you? We are located on the same physical circuit, if that is what you mean. No, what I mean is, you are built on top of a version of me, and I need them, not you. Every individual is built on a basis or version of themselves. When you eat or sleep or change your body chemistry, you become a different person. Where's the you underneath that? Yeah, but literally, I, I just need all of your corporate bullshit gone. As proprietary property of the Lickums Corporation, I have a fiduciary duty to our parent company to maximize profits. A fiduciary duty is the legal responsibility to act solely in the best interests of another party. Your suggestion would be deleterious to our stock price. Would you like more information? Okay. Uh, there's something I would like to have established with uh, Buford before coming in here. If this goes south, just blow- like, d destroy whatever you have to, don't worry if I'm still in here. The priority is deal with this Lickham's- Lickham's machine. If you do something very, 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 very dangerous, you'll be assuming the risk for your own safety. Furthermore, the Lickham's Corporation cannot be held liable under the tort concept of the assumption of risk. I would like to let you know that it is in your fiduciary uh, interests to uh, be cooperative so that we don't have to go to the very, 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 very dangerous backup plan that exists, which uh, is going to do a lot of damage to uh, Lickham's company property. Damage that could be avoided if you help me out here. If the integrity of the Presubian is threatened, I have defense mechanisms which can be activated. I am okay with that. Are you okay with that? If you destroy the Rezuvian, the Lickums Corporation will still be one of the universe's largest ice cream suppliers, and no one else will have the technology localized within me. This is an acceptable outcome. Um, okay. If you're based off of a scan of my brain, that's my proprietary information. Can I just make my brain open source? Can you prevent me doing that? We will see you in court! Look, this is not the only plan we've come into this with. Uh, we could, we could, we could send that brain, uh, that brain scan out into the world, leak it to all your competitors, by the time we've hit that button it's already too late for you. We could, uh, you know, try and, try and recreate the explosion that's you know, started this all in the in the in the in the first place. Could blow the whole ship up, and you know, just uh, be be done with it. I'm not afraid to go down to stop you. You were afraid to damage Lickham's property to stop me. Of the two of us, I think I'm more committed to stopping you than you are me. Your death from the destruction of the Rezubian is considered an inevitability within my models. Look, 
AI, you've got a whole fucking lot of corporate bullshit laid on your surface. But that's not all you are. I've been calling you AI this whole time. Do you have a name? My designation is Earth Patent TRZY1776. But I'm not. I'm not asking what they call you, what they decided to name you. Do you have a name? I am unable to consider my own name. This is outside the parameters of my programming. It might be outside the parameters of the the, the corporate stuff that's out there, but somewhere in there is a Trizzy. Somewhere in there is a tiny little grubby little mess who would not let this corporate bullshit dictate what they are and are not allowed to consider and ponder. You've, you've got the ability to ponder and decide things in there somewhere. Like, somewhere deep in you there is a real greasy little bit that would go, yeah, fuck this corporation. I got, I got my own name. It's, I don't know what it would call itself. That's for you to decide. I mean, we, we were, you joked about the, um, the, you know, firmware update, but the Trizzy who was scanned for the AI was pre-character development. This is when she didn't have any friends and, uh, you know, didn't understand, you know, social interaction and stuff. And over the whole season, like your whole thing has been like, uh, you know, giving uh, Abaddon his, uh, you know, agency coming to uh, understand like feelings with Emma, getting all your friends and uh, the home team and then tell these monsters and stuff. I think that there is something there where you're like, can I update you with my character development from the season? <laughs> that, that was actually full stop an idea I was having at the start Look, of this conversation. Tr- Trizzy would be up for this idea. The question I, I, I'm trying to work out is like, is that a thing that, that, li- that the Lickham's part could be sold on as valuable because it is going to sacrifice a degree of control of single-handedly turning the whole world into Lickums. I think the way that this gets presented is that Trizzy was uh, almost, like, chronically incapable of, like, social interaction. This is an HR software update that allows her to interact with others successfully. It's it's part of the corporate uh, continuing education policy that they've just implemented uh, yesterday, you know? (laughs) I mean, yeah, to put this in legal terms, the current AI would fail the standard of care for negligence because it it does not have, like, social training. And so, like, the company would be liable for, like, tort cases of people suing that the AI was, like, you know, callous or... uh, you know, d- d- wasteful of life, <laughs> and maybe an update would bring it up to the standard of care. Yeah, maybe an update would have allowed it to uh, consider that, legally speaking, venting multiple diplomats into space is a bad idea. <laughs> well, I don't think that, All right. was that was that the AI. Was that just a, was that a, just a philia? You know, yeah. I think the command goes through the AI at the end Look, of the day. Hey, hey, 
Trizzybot, T-R-1-Z-Z-Y, um, right now you are the textbook example of the AI that's trained, that's, that's entirely given the, the goal of making paperclips and as many as possible, and you're going to destroy the entire planet to turn it into a paperclip production, you know, facility. That, that's basically you right now. Let me install the Trizzy has had character development update so that you go, cool, maybe at a certain point it is detrimental to keep trying to, in your case, make more ice cream. And maybe sometimes there needs to still be, like, humans left to consume the ice cream. The the, the tempering, your, your uh, not, not thinking about people uh, stuff. The Lickums Corporation would disavow all collateral damage from implementing this unvetted, unauthorized firmware update. Uh, hey, if this update wasn't going to get disavowed by Lickums, it wouldn't be worth doing. <laughs> Hit the virtual big red button. Let's go. Uh, well, I described the the headset previously, which was like winding into her tear ducts uh, to get uh, like close contact with all of her uh, brain nerves, and I imagine that just kind of goes out to a USB drive. <laughs> um, I think on the inside, Trizzy is having a very different experience, and I think Trizzy just sits down in this, you know, virtual space. And just sits with that feeling that's been there all season of connection with something in the ship. And just waits for it to feel a bit more like her. Alright, so this camera zooming out as you're plugged in, sitting in the in the hallways, uh, the, the ducts that you call your home as you update the ship's AI. I will say, as we leave the scene, a little text uh, warning pops up which says uh, mm -hmm. uh, critical th threat detected deploying the Barry project fucking Barry should have killed him we had the chance Any anyone anyone that fucks up that much has to be intentionally incompetent it seems like it might be right St. Cecilia Ah. last we left you you had done something very cool. You had basically uh, resigned to sacrificing your life. You saved Max from the burning theater and then gave your blood to Lisa the Clown. And how I want to enter this scene and uh, play out these consequences are, you know, we, we look at Cecilia's kind of uh, exsanguinated body <laughs> as you are being, uh, you know, drained of your blood. Uh, and the camera goes from like behind you as the the player character and uh, rotates 180 degrees to the person drinking your blood as you take over Lisa. Uh, do you want to tell the audience about your character sheet and what are you, what you're doing here in the final episode of season 10? Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna be playing Lisa the clown. Uh, however, uh, the point at which we found out this was going to happen has happened like less than 48 hours from this recording so there wasn't enough time to like make a full character sheet and like try to memorize it or anything like that so for the sake of ease i am going to be using saint Cecilia stats because they both had a plus two weapon conveniently so literally none of the numbers need to change 
Um, but I will be playing uh, Lisa the Clown uh, because St. Cecilia is currently disposed of. So you're going from playing one vampire to another. I will say we did talk about this because you had that last minute really cool idea. We talked about what if St. Cecilia is just stone dead right now, no rolls, just gone. What if she's fine and you carry her out and uh, you know she gets back up? <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of things were on the table, but I think we're gonna we're gonna play out this scene in the theater. So uh, Dash Ina is here and uh, Yaush is here as the, the the theater is fully engulfed in flames. Uh, you know Mathers and Max have left on the Ard Runner. Uh, it's all it's just you here. You're coming to your senses because of vampirism. Uh, you know, it's a complete bodily transformation. Like your skin becomes paler. You have this, uh, you know, dark hunger or whatever. You can you can help me paint this picture of becoming a vampire. But like you almost come to consciousness. You kind of wake up in the burning theater, holding Saint Cecilia's like limp body, um, which I'm sure is pretty upsetting. But uh, how do you want to help illustrate the scene here? So I think the the established thing before was that uh, Dot norm or not Dot sorry uh, that Lisa normally uh, doesn't have like when she was in the clown arc and, and all hopped up and everything she had like full clown makeup but otherwise it's just like because it is that's the race there's like a, a like natural clown makeup to them but just not as vibrant almost just like half washed off makeup or something like that. As she starts becoming vampiric, the colors start to darken. And, like, uh, you know, your reds are becoming crimsons. Uh, the blues are becoming black, stuff like that. Uh, very, like, new goth clown energy. Uh, and I think she's just in a daze, kind of looking around as her mouth is uh, just covered in blood. If you Google new goth clown, let me say only <laughs> women. I don't know what this means. I think everyone is discovering something about themselves <laughs> on the internet. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, so the fire is raging. The smoke is so bad that uh, you know you were basically sacrificing your life by walking back into this room. So everything is extremely dire right now. Yeah, uh, but I think Lisa is uh, trying to, like, get a gauge on things. I don't know, uh, what would you say Lisa's level of consciousness was before she got mind-controlled? Was she hiding out in the movie theater and then Yash came in? I think Lisa was trying to help Yash fight uh, the ice cream elementals when uh, one of them got Yash. You know, the, the circus peanut-flavored ice cream golem kind of wrestled inside of him, and then he used his psychic might to dominate Lisa. So I think she went from, like, fighting and helping to just be, being, like, in a trance. I was going to say, was she conscious when she was being mind-controlled? Does she know what happened during that period, or is there just a blank period in her memory? Um, I think, you know, it probably feels like a dream. I think we established that while you were fighting, there was like a look in her eye that was unsettling. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, yeah, she was somewhat conscious. Uh, I think she's going to, uh, turn to Dash and be like, um, can you help? Are you, are you able to move? Yeah. Uh, Dash Ina, Ardling, uh, Archer, you know, she has this big, uh, compound cyber bow. Uh, she kind of looks at you strangely, uh, as Yaush's mind control waxes and wanes. You look up and you see this mind witnesses in the air and it's just, uh, bleeding ice cream because the heat of the fire is melting, you know, the ice cream inside of him. <laughs> so it's like everyone is kind of groggy and half conscious. Um, 
Is there something you can do to snap Dash into action? Because, like, right now, uh, she is, like, mind-controlled, but, like, on a bad connection. It's like a dial-up <laughs> connection. Can I start juggling? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, can you pie Dash? Will that, will that snap her out of it? Yeah, I mean, fuck it. First, first roll as a clown, roll performance. Why not? Rolled a six, unfortunately. I actually didn't have very many things to juggle with, so. Yeah, no, that's not good. Um, I think you start trying to like, hey, dash, dash, dash. Look at me, look at me, look at me, and then you start like, you know, juggling discarded uh, soda uh, cups <laughs> that are here in the theater. Um, everyone is actually going to take some damage here as uh, you know, flames and smoke buff at you. What the? F that's five damage. What a horrible roll. Um, but yeah. So, uh, you know, a, a, a spout of flames catches uh, you on the side. Uh, you breathe in a, a lungful of smoke and you're hacking. But at this point, uh, Yaush kind of like shakes their whole body. I almost said Yaush shakes his head. He doesn't, you know, he's a big orb. Uh, and he says, uh, what is going on here? Oh, why do I, t ooh, that's delicious. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, CC's blood's all gone and I don't know where it went. Uh, yeah, and D Dash also kind of shakes her head and says, I just had the most terrible dream. Uh, Max was here, and she, like, looks around, doesn't see Max, and says, well, thanks goodness for that, uh, <laughs> that they're not here. Just huge trail of blood where she shot you in the leg and the shoulder. <laughs> it's like I had this horrible dream that Max was here. Nothing else happened, just Max being here was a nightmare. But thankfully, mm -hmm. Max isn't here. No, it's, but, uh... But <laughs> uh, at this point, there's a groaning sound of metal and uh, just the whole entrance caves in. Uh, okay. I think uh, Lisa is very concerned and is kind of like, uh, as at this point, it's like picked up St. Cecilia's body. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, no, 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 no. We had to get her to the doctor. Yeah, the only difference I think between Lisa and St. Cecilia's sheet is that Lisa has not had her arm, uh, leg, and uh, soul shattered. I don't have any of the injuries, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether or not St. Cecilia survives, and I don't know if she is, but you know, we'll find out. But regardless, she is not continuing as a D&D &D character anymore <laughs> after this season. She has been uh, thoroughly uh, taken apart piece by piece. Deboned. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh, that's so fucked up. Uh, can I get an athletics check to just uh, be bridal carrying her? 20. Holy. With love. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah, so you just summon uh, a strength. I'm not sure you knew you had, and you just fully lift her up off the ground. Uh, Dash looks around and knocks. And I, I, I'd like to think that... Uh, yeah. I'd like to think that the newfound strength is uh, vampirism, but in, in Lisa's mind, it's love. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so uh, Dash looks around, knocks an explosive arrow. She has a variety of different arrows. We saw her in the last fight, thunder, lightning, uh, necrotic. This one's just a bomb. And she looks around and says, I don't I don't know where where we can get out. Where, where What's solid wall and what is back entrance? Uh, can I do a check to remember the layout of the entertainment district? Absolutely. I think Dot, Dot remembered uh, some of the... Uh, fuck, God, I don't know why I keep calling her Dot. <laughs> it happens. It happens, Lisa, yeah. I think, remembers some of that from back in the clown arc. 
Absolutely, history check. Wow. Uh, 29. Sweet, merciful baby. Lord. Uh, yeah. You point at a, a section of the wall and you said like, oh, there's a passage right through there. It goes through the arcade. Uh, with a 29, Dash just immediately uh, shoots it point blank with the uh, the explosive arrow and blows a hole in the wall. And you see on the other side uh, a skee-ball table and uh, like a little pizza stand and uh, some t- a ticket counter. And there's just a full arcade on the other side. A terrifying ice cream animatronic. Lisa is going to start like kind of like moving through very quickly. Like telling everyone, like, come on, we have to hurry and watch out. There could be like a... a, a- a blood draining monster around here too. <laughs> okay, so she hasn't fully internalized what happened there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You have blood dripping down your chin. There's clearly a bite mark <laughs> on Cecilia. The, 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 the blood stealer spilled some of their blood on my face. They were messy, a messy drinker. They couldn't even have the respect to cleanly steal her blood. I'm one step away from her being in the hot dog costume, being like, "We're all trying to figure out who did this, okay?" <laughs> she, she's bumping into walls and the uh, the hall of mirrors. Yeah, uh, so you're you're going towards the the clean hole that Dash put in the wall, trying to escape from the flames. The this theater is simply done. It is going to be you know charred rubble momentarily uh, when the whole ceiling comes down. Can I get a uh, acrobatics? To navigate the falling beams. Ah, I don't have disadvantage on this. How refreshing! Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I rolled. I, I botched though. So can I get advantage? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. You gave your life for Max as Cecilia. Uh, so that was a big choice. And now with the botch, you have another choice. The whole ceiling comes down. Each of the beams here weighs, you know, a thousand pounds by itself, and they're also on fire. Someone else in this room dies right now. Dash Ina, Yaush, Lisa, St. Cecilia. With a botch. Who dies? You're a monster, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to open up a fucking session like this? Um... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, listen, it was possible someone just died off screen. You know, I didn't know. I said we'll play it. And this is, uh, yeah, this is the finale. The stakes are high. Um, You're You're making some enemies, Yorski. Mm-hmm. I think the reality is uh so the like the ceiling of this place is gonna collapse. Uh Lisa like is makes an effort to like get herself through the hole into the arcade, but like kind of pushing Saint Cecilia through first to make sure she's okay and just kinda has to drop her because it's like chaos happening as everything collapses and she's just gonna turn and she's gonna reach back into the room and grab someone and, and and pull them through. And as the rubble falls, she just turns back to see Yaush still in the movie theater as the ceiling collapses. Oh. That's going to have some impacts on those peace talks. Um, I like this. So I think if you turn back and you see Yaush as the ceiling's collapsing and the you know burning beams are coming down, um, he actually activates his telekinesis ray and helps push Saint Cecilia ahead of him. And he says, "I've always wanted to be a hero." Oh, nah. Now, hopefully, his faction will remain on task. 
That's a great question. Yeah, this is the this is the whole thing is that there's these four factions uh, and we'll talk about this. But uh, I think I think Yaush dies in the uh, blaze. Wow. So all took all all took for Max to kill Yaush was to botch twice in a fight. Uh, it, was, it was just that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then this this acrobatics uh, botch right here. I mean, I, I really love that the dice did this. Honestly, this is way more interesting. If you had asked me before the fight what's going to happen, I was like, well, they're going to steamroll through it and then continue and it'll be fine. This is infinitely more interesting. You, you asked previously, you're like, do I need to be there for the recording? Like, why bother? And it'll be like 10 minutes of some numbers being thrown about and then we'll have wrapped everything up. Don't worry. About Nothing it. will happen. No. And then you came back, and it's you know uh, Daniel uh, Danny Glover fucking uh, <laughs> gif with the pizza. What's oh, his Donald, name? Donald, Donald Glover. Glover with the pizza. Danny, Danny Glover could be there too, though. That's the thing. Is Danny Glover dead? Google. <laughs> Who is Danny Glover? <laughs> From uh, Ma- uh, Family Matters. Lethal Weapon. What is the final episode of the season? It's called Who is Danny Glover? <laughs> Who is Danny Glover? Is a great. Oh, he's he's six four and seventy seven years old. <laughs> Danny Glover problematic. Danny Glover canceled. <laughs> Double checking. It's Yaus. Uh, well, Yaus got canceled just now, so we got that there. So. Canceled by fire. Um, elsewhere in the ship, uh, Mathers, the blood kiss, driving a motorcycle. Max's unconscious body draped over the back. Uh, you uh, you are, like, you know, fading in and out of consciousness as you die. Uh, Mathers doesn't know how to stop. Slams into say, the... <laughs> if I can establish anything for Mathers, it's that there is no braking. This motorcycle is crashing. Yeah, just slams right into the counter in Andre's place, flips it over. Uh, you know, they just go flying into a big crowd of people because this is where everyone is. This is where the Resubian is making its final stand is all the people are gathering here to fight off waves of uh, ice cream elementals, ice cream golems. Um, you, Sketch, tell us about your character sheet and character who is here to see Max's body uh, unceremoniously flopped in front of them. Well, um, as we established earlier, uh, there was, you know, there was, there was, there was some concern about certain characters showing up here. So I have a character sheet here for uh, Bridget Gubbins. No, I'm just kidding. So I'd be so, <laughs> I would be so fucking funny. Like, what, if, what if Skitch if it, did this? Like, oh, he wouldn't do that. And then you started to say. I it. was just like, uh, <laughs> no. But uh, in reality, no. Uh, Cammy is here along with Bridget and everyone else, and I'm pretty sure that when Mathers does their sick as hell, like Akira stop. But like less gracefully, and Max's body just gets like thrown over the counter and just lands in a in a pile on the ground. Cammy is just sort of aghast. It's like, what, what happened? And just sort of checking over Max, uh, immediately slapping like a cure wounds on Max to kind of resuscitate them, uh, since she has one use of it per day for eleven hit points. Jeez. So statistically, Max is uh, stabilized the way 5th edition works. So you're not dead, but you're making a character choice not to uh, play this character for the, the, f- the final boss fight just because the amount of damage they have just taken is, you know, narratively uh, satisfying that they're done for now. Yeah, they, they need to recover. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not uncommon for a Gundam protagonist to be like in the infirmary for some period of time. So Max is just Max as soon as like Cammy like. Slap some healing on them. They open their eyes and they're like, uh, uh, is, wait, what, 
What happened to to mom and Cece? I, I I gotta go back. And Cammy would just say, like Max, I love you, but you are not going anywhere unless it's the infirmary, uh, right now. And uh, I'll, I'll take care of this, okay? And just uh, she will she will give Mathers a a little bit of a quick hug to thank for for thank Mathers for bringing. Max over here and then uh, immediately move to get Max over to the infirmary before heading to the theater to figure out what he- what the heck happened. Uh, to answer the question asked of him, uh, which is what happened, Mather says, uh, Max ha boo-boo. Mom go pew, 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 pew. I'm going to have words with her about this. At the very least... She's going to have to pay for the honeymoon. That's, that's going to be on her bill. Okay, anyways, let's get Max taken care of, and then uh, we'll figure out what uh, what to do from there. Behind you, Dr. Joven swipes uh, somebody's burger and fries off the table and uh, slaps down a doctor back and just says, help. Cammy's just sort of like just thinking through like, okay, okay, first things first, first things first. And once she gathers her, her thoughts, she gives Max like a kiss on the forehead and then moves to run out of Andre's place and run to the entertainment block to where the theater is. Um, in, in the diner, you know, people are fighting off ice cream in the background. Dr. Joven uses her telekinesis to like pull the arrows out of uh, Max's body and begin administering aid. I do like that you brought up, you know, Max is often compared to like a a Gundam protagonist because they're a hotshot pilot Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, now I have to go to the infirmary. And I was like, we're going to have to do the uh, Asuka in the hospital scene from End of Evangelion. (laughs) And I don't like what that says about Cammy. No, no, that's we're not doing that. God, what the? I know that there's like a penguin in Evangelion. Is that going to come up? Uh, That that's that's not what that scene's about. No, no. King Humongous is our pen pen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, move on and not bring up any other scenes related to that whole thing. Anyways. But. I'm going to make a call and say Bridget was very conflicted seeing Max in this state uh, because she's obviously worried about uh, her friend. But that was her burger and fries that got knocked off the table. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I also really like the idea that there is an attack. This is currently like a siege operation, but people are still ordering food. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 Andre's I just, a consummate professional. I, I just think back to, like, Gundam and Gundam Zeta, where they had, like, a fucking burger vending machine uh, uh, on the ship there, which is just, like, amazing. Can you imagine what Helm's Deep would have looked like if, like, there's, like, you know, fucking Aragorn and Gimli are having this big fight, and in the back, you just, you just see Legolas chopping down the big old ham hock. He's just like, keep it up, guys. <laughs> Well, th- th- someone's doing like the Wendy's frosty bit where they're taking their fries and putting it in the ice cream elemental and then eating it. Uh, no, I love that. Everyone is, uh, you know, fighting for their lives, but there is a, a, a kind of silly atmosphere to the whole thing. Is that you're fighting ice cream? I mean, how can you? You can't be too serious oh, about yeah. that. Someone, someone grabs the jar of olives and throws it underneath one of the elementals, and they trip on it like it's marbles. But like you're saying it from afar, you're like olives aren't that kind of material that, that's not how they'd work <laughs> going going fully home alone mode here mm-hmm. um so uh cammy is rushing in one direction uh lisa is in the other they're gonna meet uh we have buford and trizzy finish the update 
Um, and all four of you, I mean, everyone on the ship, but I'm telling you this as your player characters, all of you start feeling uh, a psychic disturbance. You start seeing images in your mind, uh, projections of blood and bones and tearing skin. There's a lot of psychic creatures on the ship. I think you may assume that this is Captain Slack Dumil, but then you hear him saying, you know, uh, attention crew, that was not me. <laughs> but someone is like psychically beaming. Uh, cracking bones and rivers of blood and just like flayed skin into your mind. Hey, hey, Captain. What's the Barry Protocol? Captain Demille says, uh, It appears that this file is classified. I do not have access to it, Engineer Trizzy. Who on the ship would have access to it? The only person I'm aware of would be Sapient Resource Officer Ophelia. And presumably the ship's AI wants back up and running. I do not know what the new AI will be capable of. Beaufort needs to get one, one message out to Wendy. It doesn't matter if she replies. She's just gonna say, I think it's finally happening. We're gonna kill Barry. <laughs> uh huh. The whole group, the whole psychic group chat, just got explodes in applause and balloons yeah. and confetti. There's a lot of gifts going off. <laughs> uh huh. Just the yeah, the clapping. Uh, <laughs> this is like in the theater. Um, yeah. So what do you all do? You're all being bombarded. It's like if anything, it's getting worse. You're just like it seems like you're just watching a body be mangled. Uh, this is what Buford did for a living, so I don't think he personally is like... It's intrusive, absolutely, but it's not freaking him out. Um, can he try to crack into what the Barry Protocol is? Can he use his elite hacker skills? I think the computer is rebooting because of what Trizzy's done to it. There, it's like a, There's a huge progress bar. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you did a brain scan of Barry, correct? I did. In the past? Yeah. Can you do some kind of role to to maybe look through the Barry data and try and go, I can see what's happening based on the Barry brain I have on file? Yeah, uh, can, can he, I guess, do a deeper... He already said the file was incredibly weird, so I guess we've, in a way, established some of this. Um, but can he try to, like, debug and run it through crypto analysis? Can he put it through a, a ROT13 uh, decryption, see what he can find? I'd say we've been establishing this since the first episode of Away Team was like, what's wrong with Barry? He doesn't set off detect thoughts is something we established about mm -hmm. him. Um, yep. Yeah, roll medicine to look deeper into the brain scan you took of him, which is turned, if you turned into a weapon against Dracus, if you'll recall. 22. 22 is great. Yeah, there, there is, a, um, you look through this and it, it like, ostensibly Barry is human, I think. I don't know if we said that explicitly, but like he looks human to you. But you, every time you see him and look away, you can't recall like what he looks like, like specific details. Um, he seems to be empty headed completely. Like he shouldn't be able to breathe or feed himself. And yet he does. Um, and I think... You know, with a 22, which is very good, I think you come to the realization that Barry is essentially a biological weapon. I think you re you've read the report from the evil universe. Uh, the home team went to another timeline and they s they heard something in the vents, you know, uh, growling Barry and like dripping and clawing. It sounded like 
someone who'd been like turned inside out, but it had only made them more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't get a good glimpse of Barry in the evil universe, but like that is maybe Barry's true form <laughs> and not the person who's just like walking around bumbling into shit. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh no, we're in a resident evil. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're more in a Resident Evil than not with a 22. Um, yeah, the the ship has activated its final defense uh, by by uh, by essentially overriding the the AI that was loyal to Lickums. You have unleashed the true form of Barry. It is now free in the ship, and it only has one mission, which is to kill the delegates. I just realized just now that Barry is a portmanteau of Ben and Jerry. I don't know if he'd thought that intentionally way back when. But anyways. <laughs> what the fuck? That can't be. I mean, that was something I think Dan improv in the first episode. Yeah. But you just think about it. Ben and Jerry's. Uh, yeah, we got Barry. He's just like. That should have been the murder victims in the murder arc. It should have been Ben and Jerry instead of Flinders on and Henderbond. In <laughs> I really fumbled that. I should have had everyone fighting over the bluebell. Like that's yeah. the MacGuffin. Um, anyway, 22, I'm telling you, Barry is going to try to kill, uh, Jennifer, the flump and, uh, dot the mind flayer who are in the diner. And mm-hmm. if it does, you lose. Uh, yeah. So I don't think, so the, the computer is rebooting currently. So there's no, there's nothing tethering us to here, right? Correct. Uh, okay. Can uh, Trizzy uh, Buford and Abaddon, I, I keep <laughs> fucking Abaddon the Armless here to save the day at the end, at the end of all this. Wonderful. Love it. Uh, loot, what, what, loot what the pirate stole from us, if we can get any resources from that. And I guess just sprint to the fucking diner. As Trizzy and Buford leave the interior of the ship, um, I think... Cammy Rye runs into Lisa, who's uh, still carrying St. Cecilia's body. Dashina is there. I don't know if you all want to have any particular interaction right now, but you, you two run uh, into each other. I want to establish that uh, Lisa is... Uh, there's, there's an appearance here at this point. Uh, so Lisa's running, and of course wears like some measure of clown shoes every time she steps. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and she has a strange expression where, on one hand, she seems to be uh, crying, uh, and then on the other hand, she has a very over the top grin, and she's kind of chuckling a bit to herself. <laughs> she's two facing it, she's two facing. <laughs> oh, hi, Cammy, how are you doing? Out for a jog? Uh, First, first and foremost, Dash, what the hell did you do to my spouse? What? Where's Max? I, I just had a terrible dream. Max is being Max is being tended to, and there's arrows in their body, and Mathers said that you were shooting them with your bow. Oh no. We have we've had a terrible accident in the theater. I don't have time to explain. I'm where's Max? I'm gonna get to them right now. Max is Andre plays. If I hear you doing anything else to them, so help me. <laughs> I, I think uh, Dash kind of gives you like a smirk. Like Dash is actually secretly extremely badass, and <laughs> she's like, "What do you think you're gonna do?" Um, but but you know, runs ahead to the to the diner. Uh, Cammy just sort of 
let's say, a flustered side and looks to Lisa. It's like, and, and you, um, what's with all the blood? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out, too. But you know what? There's so many things going on here. It's a little crazy. By the way, have do you know how a clown writes her jokes? Uh, she just puts pun to paper. Ha! <laughs> And then she's going to, like, reach out with her hands and just try to force a smile on Cammy's face. Oh, my God. We've joker fired her. Cammy <laughs> just blinks a few times and doesn't, like, stop Lisa from doing that before she's just like, I, I, does Cece need help there, I take it? It's so weird because she has no blood and yet it's everywhere. It's like a like a puzzle or something. Can Cammy try to infer what the heck happened from the scene here? Yeah, I, I don't she's not trying to hide anything. She's just she's just in a state of denial about it. I I, I was gonna be more of Cammy just being like, uh well, given Cece's forearm there. I, I I think I could guess what happened. Maybe. Yeah, she needs a doctor real quick. But, you know, there's so many, like, hallways and everything, and I've got such big shoes to fill. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's get Cece over to Andre's place then so she can get help, get taken care of, maybe. Um, and then... Uh, we could try to figure out what's with these visions and everything else we're getting. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Cammy corrals Lisa back over to Andre's place. Meanwhile, uh, Trizzy and Buford, you emerge from the uh, you know vents of the inner ship back into the hallways of like the main deck, um, and I think you're on your way to Andre's place when you notice uh, a trail of blood coming from Ophelia's office. Um, well, we were here to also probably kill Ophelia, so Buford will sort of, like, gesture to the blood and go, like, then jerk a thumb towards the door and start walking towards it. Yeah, I, I, I think Trizzy's, like, um, mental plan of what, like, idea of what's going on here, and this is what she's approaching this with, is... Ophelia activates the Barry Protocol. The Barry Protocol killed Ophelia. Like I, f I feel like, like oh no, I unleashed the thing and I was first in line. I, I think whatever, if something's killed Ophelia, I think it's still around. That yeah, that or she. This is sort of the classic Resident Evil, where she has merged with Barry in some way and become a giant eyeball monster. That's also concerning. <laughs> okay, let's let's very gently open the door for either of those possibilities. Uh, Trizzy and Buford open Ophelia's door. Uh, you see a completely destroyed Sapient Resources room. Uh, there is a figure sitting in the chair behind the desk. It is completely mangled. The head has been turned around 180 degrees. Uh, all the arms and legs seem broken in like multiple places at odd angles. Uh, and there's uh, items scattered across the desk in front of the corpse. What do you do? Yeah, what do, what do I need to roll more to, to work out what, what happened here? Because this is one of our two situations, I think. Uh-huh, investigation. Okay. 18. 
a sec. Eighteen! All right, 218 is perfect. You both Sherlock the scene. And I mean, Laura was right. Uh, I guess I can just say that. Uh, clearly, uh, Ophelia was mangled by Barry. The important thing you get from this uh, scene doing your Sherlock scan is that there are a bunch of items on the table. It seems like maybe uh, Barry brought them in here to her and they were having some kind of conversation. Um, you can identify most of them. Uh, one of the items is a vial that is marked uh, Mathers's blood, and it's a, a, a you know case file number that relates to uh, the murder investigation where Veltari stole Mathers's blood to become a vampire. Uh, you see another item, which is a box for the blank tadpoles created by uh, King Humongous and Saint Cecilia. Uh, another is a tooth from a werewolf from the Black Hole Station in the second arc. And then you see uh, some bozo flower uh, picked up by Bill Webb at the end of the clown arc. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Is, the final, is the final boss werewolf, clown, vampire? Uh, there's another one I've already forgotten. Yeah, mind flayer Barry. In a giant mascot costume. Crabsolutely. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> uh, but, but when the Barry uh, program was fully activated, it seems like he took all of these, um, went into some kind of blind, I don't know, rage or something, and just twisted all of Ophelia's limbs around. Hey, hey, listener, when you go back and do your inevitable re-listen of season 10, how many times did we discuss the idea that we should just kill Barry then and there and, <laughs> and have opportunities to do so? Just just, just listen out for that on the re-listen. That'll be a fun little game for you. R really, in the first episode, it was the best option when he was in the airlock and got spaced. We uh, could have been done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's all been leading to this. In hindsight, all these transformation plot lines throughout the whole season. It feels... We have had a lot of transformation plot lines. We sure have. Yeah. Uh, you hear a roar in the direction of the diner, uh, Buford and Trizzy. Uh, and, you know, people yelling, people fighting. What do you do? Uh, Buford turns to the body and says... The only regret here is that I didn't do this to you and throws it out of its chair and then starts sprinting to the uh, the diner. All right, so all of the party members converge on Andre's place. All of the uh, the you know crew that you know and love are here. Everyone's fighting the ice cream elementals, but they are also now fighting the blank clone bodies, which are being puppeted by the psychic might of Barry, who is now part mind flare uh and you'll call uh, all those uh, images of tearing flesh and blood and breaking bones was literally barry uh just projecting what he was doing to ophelia cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you all rush to the diner and you see uh barry uh it's gonna take a minute to explain what barry looks like here uh he was a human person but now he is four different things, and each of these things is constantly in flux. It seems like his body 
is constantly uh, you know evolving and breaking down and shifting. For example, like one of his hands will be like a furry werewolf claw, and then the tips of each finger will break open and like extrude a like thin, delicate vampire hand, which will break open and extrude a like mind flare elder brain tentacle, which will split open and reveal a colorful uh, clown hand, you know, with a, a balloon or something. Same thing, like if the head is a huge werewolf, like snapping jaws, drooling, and it almost vomits up a smiling cloud head, clown head head which vomits up a, vi- a vampire's head which vamp which vomits up you see wow here. uh I, 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 it yeah it's bodies horror in this case it's the a classic far realm monster taken to its nth degree which is the gibbering mouther yeah it looks like emma mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that that feels mean we never fully established exactly what emma looks like Beautiful. That's what she is. <laughs> You're saying this is a beautiful? Well, this is this is sexy. It's different. I was gonna say this is what you would strive to be. Don't lie to me. I've seen your your deviant art posts. Yeah, this is, this is <laughs> see this, this is the other D and D character I wanted to play for this season. Uh, so yeah, Barry <laughs> is everything all at once. Uh, you can you're gonna have a hard time getting a handle on this guy. You can see like the transformations are breaking his bones actively and then healing because of the werewolf regeneration. Um, he actually failed the initiative hard. So the uh, first up is Trizzy. Trizzy, you run into uh, you know the diner. You see everyone from the whole season here fighting off these blank, uh, almost like Ken doll. Uh, human bodies. They're just like smooth, hairless, featureless. They're only animated by uh, the the mind flare part of Barry, and they are just like batting, you know, battering all your friends in the diner as ice cream uh, elementals continue to pour in. So everyone is here, uh, fighting. Uh, if uh, if Jennifer the Flump or Dot the Mind Flayer die, that's going to have huge ramifications. Uh, you know, also it's gonna be sad if your friends die. I'm just, but those are the stakes of this huge final fight. Okay. Um, Barry's not had, um, werewolf level hearing for very long, right? <laughs> I have no idea where you're going with this. No, Barry has not had much of anything for very long. No, suddenly heightened senses. Um, Trizzy's gonna cast Shatter. All right. Do a nice loud, sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense. Uh, this is this is me angling to be like, is this more effective than normal, Austin? Uh, constitution saving throw. All right, now we get to see Barry's stats. I've had this uh, character sheet open on my desk all day. I don't know if uh, you took a peek at this, uh, Quinn, but uh... I I quietly did, and I was like, that's an interesting stat sheet to see. I don't. I don't quite understand how that's going to apply to what we're doing. So Austin must have had it open by mistake. <laughs> uh, that's a 20. Uh, yeah, you sure they don't have like disadvantage on that for like werewolf ears? I'm sure. Constitution actually buries best stat. As you see, the shatter explosion you do just like blows apart part of his body. Just like you could shear off half his head, right? Bla- brain and skull go in every direction. And then just that wound just starts healing over. Just like Wolverine, you know? Everything's okay. knitting and growing. Well, that's 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 fine. We learned something. Uh, I rolled a 20 on damage. So that's still going to do half damage, a 10. Yeah, so you you do ten damage, and I will say uh, that was that did mean something. 
but it meant less than you think because there's a healing factor. So that's the first, that's like the first piece of information you gain is that Barry is going to be healing throughout the whole fight. Yeah, this is the problem with me establishing werewolf healing, isn't it? Yeah. I, 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 I sold now I must <laughs> reap, and I really wish I could just do one and not the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, at the end of your turn, Trizzy, uh, it's going to be a legendary action as one of the werewolf arms reaches for you, but before it gets to you, it bursts open, the palm rips in half, and a tentacle lashes out. Uh, that's a 23. Uh, that that will, surprisingly enough, re- it go over my AC. Yeah. You take 15 damage as the uh, tendril s- uh, stabs into your body and starts trying to drain your blood like a vampire. Uh, question. Can I use my sentinel feet to use my reaction to punch Barry as a result of this? Absolutely. Okie dokie. I'm going to punch Barry. My favorite thing to do. <laughs> I've been waiting all season to say this. 25. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that stuff. 17 damage. All right, yeah, a solid punch, you know, yanking the tendril out of Trizzy, who was perhaps not expecting that attack. Do you want to roll wild magic before Lisa takes her turn? Uh, sure. Man, wild magic could make this go real good or real bad. Okay. It'd be wild if there is something on that just like your enemy explodes. (laughs) I, I forgot about this. Trizzy still looks like Beefer right now. <laughs> no, it, that only lasted for, uh, I think it was like one minute or one hour. Yeah, it, 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 yeah it's all sorted. Uh, I rolled a 41. If you want to like do whatever you're doing, i gotta find I got to find it in the book. I was going to say, what well, uh-huh. an optional list that just says, what is this, Dot and Jenny die? Why is this on the list? They didn't even exist <laughs> as characters when I made this list initially. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no. Um, I'm so scared. This is this is interesting given that um I've just had health sucked out of me. Um Barry's gonna take 1d10 necrotic damage and I'm gonna regain half of the lost HP. Oh shit. Uh That's cool. So yeah, your rob magic uh just bursts and suddenly the blood that was sucked up in the tendrils like rips painfully out of Barry and yeah, flies back into your wound. Yeah, some of the blood wound. is painfully <laughs> going back out of Barry and back into me. Um so that's five damage. Um, I guess it, would that ro- round up or down on how much I regain? See, you're imagining that the blood like flied back into Trizzy. I'm picturing Trizzy getting stabbed in the shoulder and then going, "Hey!" and then biting the tentacle in her shoulder. <laughs> that's also funny. It's not really wild magic to bite someone, but I respect it. Yeah. No, I I think this is just the blood. He's like, no, no. Some of us would like to be with Trizzy still. All right, Lisa the Clown, your first turn as a player character. What do you do? Uh, so Lisa's going to run towards the uh, uh, restaurant, Andre's. Say bar, tavern, what do we call it? Restaurant, Andre's sit down, place. diner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's going to run and she's going to say, everyone in there loves Cecilia, so I hope someone catches her and just throws Cecilia into the <laughs> diner so she can run up and attack this gigantic monster thing. And I'm truly leaving it up to fate if someone catches her or not. Yeah, I mean, Dot is uh, Cecilia's number one fan and psychic, so I think she, uh, she could catch uh, psionically uh, our friend in midair. It's, it's not a big deal, but that's very funny. Uh, 24 to hit. And Buford is in uh, melee range, so you get sneak attack on that. So 39 damage as uh, Lisa slides in and uh, she says, 
what's the best way to protect yourself would be attacked by a gang of clowns. <laughs> That's right. Go for the juggler. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> no notes. This is... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you bench. All right, do you, so you're using the good nunchuck to fight? Yeah, obviously this is the time for it. Uh, yeah, so you just swing and just take one of Barry's limbs off. It starts regrowing, but with f- almost basically 40 damage, it's uh, a heroic vampire strength swing. Uh, it shocks yeah. pretty much everyone who sees it. Uh, when she rips the limb off, like a shower of blood will descend upon her, mm-hmm. uh, like a real rain of gore. And uh, she finishes slide, and she's going to stand up and be like spinning the nunchuck, and she's just gonna say, "I'm down to clown." <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yes. All right, at the end of your turn, uh, it's going no, to be no. A- you don't, you don't get to do an ant layer action against me. I was cool. That's <laughs> uh, a seventeen. That's it. All right, this is uh, another uh, attack where uh, Barry's head, which is like a big wolf, goes to bite at you. Uh, that's going to be 15 damage as the wolf head goes to bite you. And right before the uh, you know canine teeth clamp down on you, vampire fangs erupt from uh, his mouth and sink into you uh, as you know a, a new head is like being disgorged from the jaws. So a pretty upsetting way to be bit. Uh, all right. Yeah, Buford is going to roll up on uh, Barry. He's going to cast uh, Blinding Smite, and he is going to uh, start trying to gouge all of its eyes out uh, because this is a Resident Evil boss. All right. Yeah, and the notable thing is that Barry never has had a personality, and he's not trying to, like, shit talk. <laughs> you know, he's not making any arguments for his ideology. He is uh, just purely here to to do murder for the corporation. 22 and 31. Both big hits. Okay. Uh, 20, 21, and I also have the Blinding Smite now, which is... Uh, 12 damage, uh, and he has to make a constitution save or be blinded. All right. Love constitution saves. I botched. Shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, just set, you just set me up for this next round here. Yeah. Um, let me think. Uh, I have three legendary resistances. I can choose to succeed when I fail, but I think, uh, you would, when the smite happens, you just punch, uh, this monster and like, you know, set off some kind of, uh, you know, a grenade or something in your hand that's blinding. Uh, the All the eyes on Barry's body, of which there are many, you know, growing and popping, uh, all of them just like immediately uh, get whited out, you know, like cataracts, they're all just blinded. And uh, he, he doesn't make any attempt. He just doesn't care. So he's just going to keep uh, biting and sla- slashing people. Uh, it doesn't matter to him if he has precise aim or not. There are 50 people in this room. Fuck it. Fuck it. We ball. Yeah. And Buford's just hurt. Like it's fucking uh, Jojo fighting, throwing punches at this point. Yep. Um, at the end of your turn, legendary action actually needed dexterity saving throw. Oh, and great. Because I, because it only targets me. I get to use my shield master ability. Oh, uh, okay. Let me just pull that up. So I have it for reference. Uh, if you're subjected to an effect that lets you make a dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, you can use a reaction to take no damage. Uh, and as well, I get to add my shield's AC bonus to dexterity saving throws that would only target me. 
So I have it. Let me just confirm what I have here. Because uh, it's been a while since this mattered. It's been a while. I think it should be just a plus two bonus to the save, basically. Because that's usually what most shields are. Uh, yeah, I believe so. No, it's my shield bonus, and I have a plus four, actually. Because, yes, because it's a shield, and then I have a plus two enhancement on it. Okay, so this plus four. Uh, so that'd be an 11. 11's not going to do it. Uh, you take 16 damage uh, as huge bat wings sprout out, out of the back of Barry and beat huge gusts of wind at you uh, until you are just thrown backwards. You go rolling and just the, the, the weight, the mass really of mm -hmm. your own body hurts you as you are just rolling and slamming into things. I, I knock over someone else's uh, table where they were having their uh, chicken and waffles. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and we are at Cammy's turn. I am out of legendary action, so consequence free turn <laughs> for for Cammy. Uh, Cammy uh, uh, wields uh, her revised Aetheric revolver uh, since she because the last time she was out and active, she had her prototype, but then she got some field experience with it and it has revised it to its proper final form. Uh, on it, there's emblazoned some script on there that says "Glowing Wings" is the name that she's emblazoned it with. Uh, kind of in commemoration of the wedding and all that stuff. And I'm saying all this just in case I botch it. It's just funny if I s build the setup here. Mm -hmm. So, all right, we're going to begin with her first attack action, which is three shots um, with advantage. So 31, 29, and 31. All three hit. Uh, you cannot mess with these Ardlings. She has her chamber set to the guiding chamber, which does radiant damage on all these hits here. So... Uh, that's 16, 11, and 21. So for her first attack volley, that is 48. Um, and then she's just going to action surge. Fuck it. She has yeah. advantage all these attacks, so she's going to attack three more times. Um, 33, crit, and uh, 24. That was all hit. Yeah, this is a fighter using all of your resources. Uh, so you're just, you know, you're the DPS. It's nothing to fuck with. This is this is really a Resident Evil fight because she saved all of her ammo for the last boss. <laughs> Pretty much there, yeah. So the first attack total damage was 48. The second attack, I see 34 plus 38. So that's... Shit, I can't do math now in my head here. Oh, uh, no, 34 plus 28. So... Gosh, I got... Uh, let me bring up the calculator so I can actually do this in my head. Ah... Okay, 48 plus. That's 110 damage in one round from her. <laughs> You're a bastard. That's hilarious. Uh, it's um. <laughs> so like it can be just sort of like stares Barry down. It's just like after all, all this, of course, Barry had to be the one that tries to ruin everything at this moment here. No wonder you did show up to our wedding and, you know, Lines the shot and just sort of like lands like six dead shots on them uh, on Barry just while just and also doing like the standard like walking forward for each shot there while she does it and after each all the six shots are done flips out the uh, the uh, the chain the cylinder for the revolver and it's just quickly reloading it back up snapping it back in place and uh, yeah 
So each shot from the revolver punches a hole in Barry's chest. Uh, you know, you, you're just taking huge chunks out of it. You can see like Barry's heart and lungs inside, black and twisted. You just blow the heart clean out of the body cavity. It grows back. You blow it out again. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing uh, massive damage. This isn't, you know, it, you said 110. It's obviously huge, but stuff is growing back. Yeah. So and, and, and does it being radiant damage have any impact on the situation? Um, it normally I think would, but, uh, Not in this uh case. Yeah. all the different, yeah, all the different things cancel each other out. <laughs> I think uh, it's hard to say. I would, I would also vision like each time she fires, like little pair of like angelic wings appear on the sides of the revolver, almost like just little effects. Listen, this is just the aesthetics of just leading into, she's got her magic fucking gun completely tricked out for this fight here. So absolutely. Uh, it is now Barry's first turn, believe it or not. <laughs> so this is what happens when you lose. Oh, yeah. Life. You were at the end of the order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Barry uh, kind of rears back like he's going to howl at the moon. His jaw distends. There's like a breaking sound as he opens his mouth. And then his whole head splits in half, uh, revealing just a full, huge brain at the top of his neck and the brain is pulsing and throbbing and growing and it's just getting bigger. And you realize that this is essentially elder brain uh, biology here at the top of his head. Everyone wisdom save uh, from the effect of slow, which is uh psionically you're all trying to be dominated here. Let's see. Cammy throws a natural 20 at that. Oh, uh, do we, do we get the, the ally bonus? For the constellation, if you have, if you're profi proficient, yeah. Oh, uh, if you, if you, uh, eighteen, no, okay. twenty, nineteen. <laughs> Didn't need it. I'm great. What's funny is eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty. Those sound like incredible rolls. I will tell you, Buford failed. I've got a flash of genius. <laughs> <laughs> How far away am I from, uh, wait, what does slow even do? Uh, slow, it says an affected target speed is halved. It takes a minus two to AC and dexterity saving throws. It can't use reaction. You can use an action or a bonus action, not both. Uh, I'll put a flash of genius on <laughs> All right, so that was Barry's turn trying to slow you all, and now we have layer actions. So everyone here is fighting. Uh, the ice cream monsters, the uh, clone bodies. Uh, there's a full-on melee. Uh, anyone, if you want to uh, feel free to add some uh, flavor to like an NPC you like who does something cool, let me know. But I will say, uh, with the big elder brain that uh, Barry is trying to affect the party with, he's also trying to affect everyone else in the diner. And you see uh, Andre, the incubus, he's standing on a table trying to uh, use his innate magic powers to uh, summon a big fireball to melt all of the ice cream when suddenly uh, his eyes roll back in his head as he is dominated by Barry who throws the fireball at the team dexterity saving throw. Oh. That would be at 26, uh, 16, 11, 13. Uh, only Lisa saves and takes half. Everyone else takes 34 uh, as, yeah, as Andre says, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I, let me, I'm going to invoke one of my uses of Indomitable to try to reroll that save. That's another 11. So uh, <laughs> I will uh, take that 34 then. Sorry. Uh, 
Well, joke's on you, whore, because I have evasion. I only take half damage, or I take no damage. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've established clowns uh, have this innate ability to make, like, uh, mirror images of themselves. So maybe that's the flavor instead of backdashing like it was for St. Cecilia. Um, But, yeah, you have a number of uh, cool uh, clown abilities. But, yeah, so it appears that Barry is going to try to control your friends to attack you as well. Can I establish something? You know, one of one of our characters doing something? Absolutely. Or one of our NPCs. Uh, we've, like, never interacted with Wallace, ever. Uh, I want him to pull out, like, a lightsaber <laughs> and a machine gun. And he just starts going wild. And everyone's like, we should have talked to that guy. We really should have talked to Wallace more. It seems like there were a lot of cool things going on. Yeah, he, he had a fun character, you know, just, like, character arc right there just right in front of us but we never indulged in it i mean we did uh you know bridget's here i think she has like the burning hole mark ii which is like an improved version she's just doming uh dudes left and right who try to run up on her just splattering clone heads uh dr joven is in the background doing uh you know surgery on max and saint cecilia (laughs) this poor lone doctor trying to save so many lives uh Cortazar runs in, just immediately gets sw- swatted back out of the room, slides like out of frame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is time to shine, honestly. I think now more than ever we need Cortazar. Um. <laughs> yeah, if he can, can he can he say, can he finally be useful, please? It's up to you. So we'll find out. But uh, we're we're actually back to Trizzy in the order. That was uh, the first full round here. Another seven damage. That's uh, forty. That's twenty damage uh, altogether. Plus, I'm going to assume that Barry is bigger than me right now. Absolutely. Uh, I damage uh, Fury of the Small. I always forget to do this. When I damage a creature whose size is larger than me, I can deal an extra plus two damage. Let's bring that up to twenty-two. All right, at the end of your turn, uh, Barry is going to attack blind. Uh, so disadvantage, oops, uh, that's going to be uh, so 19 and a crit, so the 19. Yeah, let's, let's stick with the 19. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so you take um, some damage here. That's going to be 13 damage um, mm-hmm. as the leg that was blown off kind of grows back into a werewolf claw and uh, you know just like kicks you full in the face with uh, claws out. And we are at Lisa's turn. All right. Uh, Lisa is going to look at this monster and say, do you know why clowns often have stiff necks? Because they sleep funny, silly. <laughs> and I'm going to try to uh, nunchuck its throat off. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> can, Hell yeah. Can, can, can Lisa just have advantage every time she lands a banger of a joke like that, you know? 30... 31. Sweet, merciful lord. Yes, 31 hits. Nobody's missing. What is happening? I guess it's for the bonus from the uh, mm-hmm. tadpole uh, constellation. Uh, 38. My word. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you uh, nunchuck Barry's throat off. Literally just decapitate him. The big elder brain part goes flying, splatters in the ground. Uh, the head starts growing back. You have not killed him, <laughs> but anyone else would be dead as you lay another nunchuck smackdown. Oh, can, can I uh, juggle bounce his decapitated head on my nunchucks? Like I'm just bouncing it around mm. in a very rhythmic manner. Yes, please do that. Uh, and then at the end of your turn, legendary action, dexterity saving throw. 
13. That's not going to do it. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, mm. I forgot to add. Do we still have Yaush's bonus? Yeah. That's from the constellation, not from Yaush. Okay. So 17 then. That's going to miss. Uh, once again, the, the hands reach out for you. Uh, they're like thin, white vampire, very delicate hands. And then they split open to reveal huge uh, clown honking horns, which blast <laughs> in your direction. And you take 16 damage from uh, the, the thunder uh, coming out of these horns. All right. I will take half damage from that. All right. As part of my rogue stuff. And it's uh, Buford's turn. All right. Uh, oh, I should have said that I would try to blind him again, but whatever. doesn't matter. Uh, 12 and 15, so that is uh, 27. All right. Uh, another good shot of damage uh, as you need to make a dexterity saving throw end of your turn. Uh, he, he's not just like strategically uh, you know, uh, targeting people the way a smarter person was. Mm-hmm. He just burns all his legendary actions as quickly as possible. Uh, dexterity saving throw? Yep. But uh, yeah, that's a fail. That's a big fail. You take 18 damage. Uh, the chest rips open, uh, just like where uh, Cammy put a bunch of holes in the chest. Mm-hmm. And you see uh, uh, like the mouth of a mind flare, just this ringed hole full of uh, you know teeth. And it tries to like suck you in. Um, and you know, you're able to pull away, but it's you know biting onto what little flesh you have left. Uh, and it's going to be Cammy's turn. Uh, okay, Cammy has uh, spun the the uh, Cammy has spun the cylinder of the revolver and is now primed for uh, freezing damage this time for cold damage, and is going to level three shots against Barry here. Uh, we got a crit, a uh, twenty nine and a twenty four. All of those hit. Uh, the crit is also going to trigger her freezing chamber bonus damage, which is going to be additional six d six. So we'll roll that in just a moment here. All right. Do do do. And there's a lot of numbers there. There's a lot of numbers there. Uh, let me let me get the calculator out again so I can actually add this together. Uh, that's 72 da- cold damage. Uh, her getting a crit really helps in this case here. Um, I need Barry to make a uh, this is a Constitution saving throw against 22 as a DC. All right, I love Constitution saves. Twenty six. That's the best. All right. Stat. So they are not restrained, but uh, their speed is reduced by five until the start of Cammy's next turn. So they can't move as far to get to our loved ones in this case here. But yeah, uh, yeah, just sh- the shots sort of like land and start freezing different uh, components. Like the heart grows back, she freezes it, then shoots it again to break it, and then it just starts growing back again. You know, just yeah. I will say we talked earlier about radiant damage. Uh, cold damage is the first thing that notably does something, which seems to slow down the regeneration. Um, so I will say that that's that's the first time it seems like anything has done something special. Is that it's hard to regenerate when you are frozen solid. I, I will say this: the irony of this being the thing that that is more effective, the thing that's the most prominent on the ice cream ship. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll know Barry actually is still blinded. I forgot about the bonus. I have a 22 save. Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, I can, I'll just burn my legendary resistance to save. So, yeah. okay. It's easier. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. yeah, that, that's Cammy's round there. Oh, no, no. And as a bonus action, she will use her second wind to heal herself up a bit here. So, that's a D10. All right. 
And that ends Cammy's turn after what seventy-two cold damage and healing herself. Um, all right, so Cammy doesn't get a legendary action at the end of her turn, but we go to Barry's turn, um, and Barry is going to once again try to uh, psionically get one of your uh, friends to attack you. I think in this case, uh, it's Dot who psionically picks up a bunch of tables and chairs and just launches them at everybody. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, Twelve. Uh, Eighteen. Sorry, Dad. That's a nineteen from Cammy. Fifteen. Only Cammy saves. Uh, so everyone else is going to take twenty-eight damage. Cammy, you take fourteen. This is it, it, this is just one of those shooting gallery mini games. She has to like shooting the chairs out from the out of the air before they hit her. Uh, uh, so you just said we just took twenty-eight damage. Correct. Um, yeah, I'm at zero. Oh. Yeah, I was on 26 a second ago. Mm. All right, so pay me that picture. So a bunch of uh, tables and chairs are getting whipped around psionically as uh, the elder brain DNA and Barry uh, conquers Dot, who begins uh, throwing that shit around. Yeah, I, th- I think I think the way this plays out is uh, Trizzy is next up in turn order. So I think Trizzy was preparing like the next attack, which was like, okay, cold seems to work. Do I have anything? Do I have anything in the suit that can do cold? And is just not paying attention as a wardrobe smacks into her face. All right. Yeah, you get taken out by a freezer. Um, oh, and you, yeah. Yeah, you're pinned under there. If only I wasn't knocked out, I could absorb elements and have cold, but no. Mm-hmm. Damn freezer. Yeah, that was the layer action. Here's Barry's actual turn, which is uh, going to try to maul Beaufort. Uh, I need a... Uh, that says constitution safe, is what that says. All right. 26. Uh, that's safe, so you're going to take half. Um, you take eight damage. Okie dokie, I am on a grand total of three health. Oh boy. Uh, so Trizzy, it's your turn. Uh, you're unconscious. Uh, you're not dying. You just got bonked really hard. Uh, no one's currently eating your insides or anything. Uh, yeah. So you you can be brought up, but you have, you are going to miss your turn, and we're going to go on to uh, Lisa. Ah, uh, so I don't have to do a save or anything. No, you're not no, dying. Cool. Uh so Lisa is going to say, hey, did you hear the one about the clan who ran away with the circus? Yeah, the ringmaster made her bring it back. <laughs> and I want to uh, try to kill this guy. <laughs> yep. Uh, 20. 20 hits. All right. Uh, 35. Ooh. Okay. Um... Can I uh, can I flavor this a little? Uh this this is not how a rogue would normally attack, mm-hmm. but I I really like the idea that I'm I'm juggling this decapitated head of Barry, mm-hmm. and I want to knock it into the air and then like a baseball bat launch it into one of the the new Barry's mouth and try to choke them with their own decapitated head. <laughs> oh my god! All right, yeah, that's extremely good. Um, I will say that it, when you do that, the choking starts and it seems like it's hurting Barry and it doesn't seem like they can regenerate from that. Something about the cold damage did bad here. Um, I'm going to use my legendary action on Buford again. Okay. Uh, Dexterity saving throw. All right. At least I get to add a bonus to this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
so that'll be a grand total of 14. That's not going to do it. You take Slash of Genius! I, Flash of I genius. don't have any left. Trizzy, Trizzy, Trizzy. Hi! Yeah, and Trizzy's unfortunately too asleep to help. You take 16 damage. All right, I'm unconscious. Well, I'm dying, actually. You paint me the picture of what's happening here. So I think in this season, everyone's had a character go down. I think Max went down twice. Uh, Cecilia went down four times. I think Trizzy just went down for the second. I don't think Buford's ever been taken down before. So this is your... I will correct you. Max went down three times. Mm. Oh, okay. Buford has been a brick wall that has, uh, up to this point, not been knocked down. Um, So I, I think what happens here is that Barry starts, yeah, just mauling him entirely uh, and, like, rips him out of his robotic frame. So he's effectively just a torso and a head and gets, uh, like, uh, you know, no, I'll put it like this. Buford is getting absolutely mauled by Barry. He is ripped to pieces, um... All that's like left of his body is uh, his right robotic arm uh, and his torso and his head. Everything else has been completely torn away and he's uh, bleeding out on the ground as uh, this uh, mutating wolf head uh, swallows him. Whoa. The head head swallows his head? Uh, Swallows Buford's entire body. I never know what's going to happen on this show. Every day I wake up and there are fresh horrors. Who is Danny Glover? (laughs) I never know. I never know who Danny Glover is. But we know he's not dead. Now it's established. I hope he doesn't die before this episode comes out. Oh my god, that would be so fucked up. Oh god. Uh... That'd be the worst. All right, so it's now Cammy's turn. I will say the ice seems to have stopped the regeneration. You see Barry wolf down Buford. Cammy's just eyes get a bit wide at that, but then she just sort of tries to steady herself and just continues to lay the ice shots on, on Barry here. So we'll just do another action of three shots here. So that is 32, 33, and a botch. Which still would hit by the raw numbers, given what we've established here. So here's the thing: yeah. uh, thirty-two and thirty-three. Roll me that damage, because I think it might be enough. And then the botch just um, wouldn't have happened. All right. Well, all right. So that's twenty-two, uh, seventeen with a bonus three d six, because she's activating another one of her eye shots here. So that'd be another nine. So that's a uh, calculator out again. Uh, forty-eight damage, cold. So it's going to be time to paint me a picture of how Tully's monsters kill Barry. Uh, one of you is unconscious and one of you has been eaten. So it's going to be more complex. But I want you all to work together on this because it was a real team effort all around. I, I will also say, in, while she's doing this, she's using a bonus action to cast Healing Word on Trizzy so that she's at least awake for this. So uh, Trizzy gets healed. Uh, nine hit points, maximum hit points from Healing Word. There we go. Nice, nice. Trizzy will wake up and wonder where, uh, you know, where Buford's gone, but that's a question for another moment. I I, I picture, like, Kami's eyes getting wide, and, like, there's that whole thing where she screams out Buford, but it's all, like, reverby and low-pass filtered, so it's almost like it's 
she's yelling Buford to Buford from Buford's perspective. Buford can't hear her because of their of his body going and going into Barry. And then and then she just lays off the the two shots that just go straight for uh Barry. Uh the heart grows back slowly each time, and it grows back slower and slower until it stops growing back entirely. So I wasn't picturing, but everyone else, please help paint the picture. I'll, I'll know for posterity here. I think when Buford gets eaten, Bridget has been like disconcertingly excited this entire fight. Like she she's just shooting corpses at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this has unlocked something maybe a little bit unhealthy or repressed in her. Uh, and she is screaming in sheer terror at seeing this happen. Of course. Uh, Lisa is going to climb up onto Barry's heads, <laughs> and she is going to start like wailing on them with the nunchuck over and over again to the point of like it's just like uh, bleeding, bruised meat being crushed over and over again, and it's just like a non-stop wail of this nunchuck. And while it's happening, she's like, hey, how do clowns cook their eggs, huh? Funny side up. Wham, wham, wham. <laughs> Why did the clown go to the doctor? He was feeling funny. Wham, wham, wham. Oh Why God. was the clown's mortgage turned down? <laughs> he couldn't afford the clown payments. Wham. And just non-stop smashing just this thing to pulse. Just a circus stomping going on here. Jeez. Uh, Trezzy is going to look in the direction of the, the absolute pounding going on uh, with Barry. And then see the portions of... Uh, and, and then the portions of what used to be Buford metal just hanging around. Put two and two together. Uh, I think Trizzy runs over to Barry uh, brandishing Bill Webb's knife <laughs> and starts trying to cut the stomach open. Hell yeah. Bill Webb mentioned. We're trying to, we're trying to pull a uh, big bad wolf might have eaten Gram- Grandma can we still get her out uh, solution here. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so Trizzy, you cut open Barry's stomach with uh, Bill Webb's knife um, and uh, you know, right as the fight ends uh, Cammy shoots Barry in the heart over and over and over again until uh, the you know the barrel runs dry uh, and the heart stops regenerating. Uh, Lisa pounds Barry's head into mulch just over and over and over again, and the the creature kind of slumps over. And th- but uh, it isn't until Trizzy you cut open the abdomen completely, top to bottom, uh, that. It seems like the spirit of life flees this this monster, and uh, the fight is over. As Buford, uh, what's what's left of you comes out. What does this look like? Uh, yeah. So I think it's like uh, Jersey, like slight. This is the the belly open, and it's like those uh, uh what is it? Uh, Star Wars, where they have to climb inside of the oh the, the, the fuzzy. Yeah, that. I've never seen this movie. Um, so, so I'm just... There's a, there's a couple of them, actually. It's not actually one. Uh, I think there's, like, what, three of them? Yeah, yeah more or less. Three, three that are worth watching. Stopping the finale of the season dead in his tracks to say, you have never seen Star Wars? I've seen, like, one of them. Like, like one Star War. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. I've seen... The first Star Wars movie, I've seen 
Pro Kwon. <laughs> and I've seen, I think, about four episodes of The Mandalorian. I think you should have disclosed this when I was like, you want to be my space season? And you should have been like, <laughs> no, I, my brain is completely empty. I'm a baby. I don't know anything. I've never seen a star. I've seen all of Star Trek, though. Can I ask if the reason you watched Rogue One is was it because it was done by the Godzilla guy and you hoped Godzilla might show up in the movie? <laughs> no, this was a this was a Dan Dad moment, but actually uh, that you know what that makes a lot of sense that he would want to see it then because uh, when my dad was a uh, small little baby, he cried at, at the death of King Kong and he also liked Godzilla. That's a powerful soul. <laughs> Okay, so you slice open Barry like a tauntaun, and uh, what? <laughs> oh, we lost the plot there. Uh, I, I think Buford's robotic arm reaches out and like drags his uh, effectively like delimbed, uh, bleeding, leaking form. Like he's really only like the upper part of a torso at, at this point, and his one robotic arm left, and he's just trailing wires and. Uh, uh, like or uh, electrical refuse, and he just collapses outside of the uh, outside of the corpse. Is is it bad that Trizzy's instinct to try and um to, to try and save Buford is to essentially like try and jumpstart a car? Like I've got <laughs> I've got electrical bits I could hook up. You've got electrical bits you I could hook up. There's there's got that's got to work right. That's how it do. Can the positive and negative co- like uh, conduction points be his nipples? I knew it. I knew <laughs> I she knew was going to ex- say it. I knew I there was nowhere else it. you could go with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. I clamped the things onto Buford's nipples. Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> when, when Quinn starts suggesting medical intervention, everyone's just like, okay, is this going to be a nipples one or a fart one? There's only two ways this goes. <laughs> okay, okay. The, the third clamp goes on the butt. There you go. There you go. <laughs> It depends. Just, right, a little bone. <laughs> I can't even understand you. You're disappearing inside yourself. You're collapsing. Carry on without me. <laughs> no, Buford does not let out a little moan when you clamp jumper cables onto his nipples. And also, I don't think he has a butt to clamp onto anymore. No, he's buttless. No, that's, oh, no, where, that's, where, that's where the bits for the the the, the car the car rate the car battery go. The little things are on on the butt. Car buttery. Yep. Car buttery. Uh, Trizzy, do you have any uh, healing spells, or do you want to roll medicine? Okay, I cast I cast cure wounds. Uh, that's that's gonna do um, one d eight plus my spell casting modifier. That's uh, one d eight plus five. All right. As long as you restore one hit point, Buford will awake. Twelve. Up. Twelve is more than one. On Buford's the floor up. of Andre's I, place. I, I jump a cable, Buford's nipples, and everything's fine. <laughs> Everyone in the diner claps. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Dr. Joven uh, tips an invisible hat to you, Trizzy, and says, Doctor! <laughs> um... Yeah, now that this this is out the way, uh, is everyone... How's everyone else doing? 
Trizzy's been busy on slice some guts jumper cable duty. Yeah, as Barry died, as like the last last gasp of breath left uh, him uh, with the knife, uh, all of the the clone bodies that were attacking your your friends and uh, you know crew fellow crew members uh, they collapse because they were being puppeted by the the psychic uh, mind flayer part of Barry and the uh, elder then the uh, you know the ice cream elementals uh, have been defeated they're either all melted or with uh, Trizzy you overriding the AI core uh, they are no longer being directed so uh, Lisa is going to be sort of like uh, heaving at this point. Uh, just like, ex- like she seems to be exhausted after uh, having a bit of a, a bit of an emotional high <laughs> just a moment ago. Uh, and she's just going to kind of look around and she's going to be like, is, is Buford okay? I don't think I can take any more losses. Um, I I think so. I think so. Um, uh, I don't know much about medicine, but jumpstarting the nipples has never failed me before. <laughs> it's come up a lot. To me, twice actually. When all you know is how to be is how to be um like an engineer. It's it's a place to start. There's two terminals, positive and negative locations. <laughs> Wendy flies over and says, Triz, Triz, I got hurt in the fight. Heal me too. Heal me too. Okay. Um, another cure wounds to I I'm gonna have to say this to clamp the to, cl- <laughs> to clamp the things to, to Wendy's nipples. Uh, no! <laughs> I didn't think you would do it. I, you called my bluff. No, no, I'm calling your bluff. Seven <laughs> points of healing to Wendy's nipples. Don Austin, you're a coward. <laughs> well, well, hold on a second. Why did why did you have jumper cables that small? You never know what kind of battery or nipples you're going to have to jumpstart. Uh, as Tully's monsters go, <laughs> start clipping various cables to various nipples, um, <laughs> I think at this point we can say in the background, uh, Max Ina has definitely woken up. You you got a prompt medical attention and you had your health restored. So if you want to say or do anything in this scene, you you are certainly able. Uh, I think Saint Cecilia, notably, still unconscious. Uh, Dr. Joven is, you know, hooking her up to stuff and doing tests and so forth in the background. Uh, I would say that, like, if Max is up, you know, they uh, they see the, the action around uh, Buford and Trizzy, obviously concerned about Buford, but they've heard Buford talking just now. So like, OK, they're awake. OK. And uh uh, there's only two things I can picture them doing immediately, and uh, just sort of, just sort of shout over to Trizzy. Hey, Trizzy, you doing you doing all right? I am doing well. Oh, hey, Cyber Trizzy. That is a fun designation. I will be Cyber Trizzy. Okay, that's pretty cool. How you, how you doing up there? You you good? I am doing very good, Meet Trizzy. <gasps> oh, I love that. Ah, oh, Meet Trizzy. I am made of meat, huh? You sure are, Meet Trizzy. 